Hi everyone, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the, the All Things Melanin Podcast. Where your certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update. So Erica, what's good? What's popping? What's new? How you feeling? You know, I'm actually really excited because it's my mom's birthday coming up. She's a Scorpio like your crazy self. Um, so the that's best the all you were ever made. <laughs> so, y'all a little crazy. Um, so, Erica loves her mom, so that means she loves me because her mom's a Scorpio. Case closed. Literally has nothing to do. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's my mom's birthday, so we're going to have, like, a fun field weekend. She, every time I ask her, you know, like, hey, Ma, what do you want for your birthday? Nothing. Let me think about it. Well, by the time you think about it, your birthday, you don't pass. So, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> So, I have some ideas that she's really going to be surprised. So, I'm excited about that. That's cool. What's going on with you? So, your girl has already mapped up what she getting everybody for Christmas. The five What you getting me? Go ahead and say it. I ain't telling you. Just tell me. She going to love her gift. And if she don't, she better pretend that she love it. <laughs> what is Santa bringing me? <laughs> but, no, for real. I, y'all, I don't have time for all this. So, I already, so I get paid on Friday. I already have everybody's gift in the shopping cart. I'm not playing. <laughs> I need to do that seriously. Um, I'm going to be done by the end of next week. I'm not playing. It's going to be wrapped. I'm going to be at home watching Hallmark like I want to be. That is so inspirational. I'm like a man. I wait to the last second. I'm going to be like, what y'all want? I don't have time (laughs) because I get get so much anxiety around Christmas time. And the, the only person I have to actually go get their gift is my dad. He doesn't listen to the podcast. But I'm going to, I have to go get his gift at the outlet. And mm-hmm. so the outlet gets packed. And like sometimes it gets so packed that they cut it off to where you can't get in there. Oh my God. So your girl is going on Sunday to get his yeah, gift. Yeah, I don't have time for everybody and their mama to be out. So I'm going to get all my gifts already. Yeah, so I got that mapped out, y'all. I know I'm getting my hair done for New Year's. I need to make my appointment. I made my <laughs> microblading appointment. Um, I'm done. I made my grocery list. Like, we popping. Yes, I'm Book excited the, for the new year. Me too. I, I'm actually in the process of booking the hotel for New Year, so I just, I'm just so excited to see what it brings me, us, you. I'm praying for. I'm asking big man. Y'all won't Woo! see my prayer list. Um, child, <laughs> Jesus, probably like you want me to do now. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's get into it. Our dating and relationship segment. Uh-oh. So, so we actually saw this post. On social media. So, tell me what you think, Shelby. It okay. said, he's cute, but can he support the anointing or purpose on your life? So, here's the thing. That's deep. I I really like this post, and I liked it, and I think I commented on it. Because I resonated with this because it's so crazy. So, when I was 16, for instance, y'all, ask my mom. I was crazy. I was crazy in love. And the list that I had at 16 and the things that I wanted at 16 are totally different. Than the things that I wanted 26. So now when I'm dating or I'm talking to somebody and I'm trying to figure out, you know, do we align? Like, is this my purpose mate? Don't get me wrong. I want a man that is drop dead fine to me. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. But this is the thing. That man can lose his looks tomorrow. He can get out of shape within a month or two. So those are things that fade, but like, how is his character? Like his character is important to me. His faith is essential and vital and a non-negotiable to me. Does he want children? Does he want to have a family? Does he want to travel? Does he, will, is he going to support the purpose that's on my life? Like does his purpose align with my purpose? And is he going to 
support me and ride for me like I ride for him. And I think so many times, people in general, women in general, men in general, they get so caught up on the superficial stuff. That stuff can be gone tomorrow. Yes. If you marry, like, for instance, if you marry somebody that got a lot of money, he can lose everything he got tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He can lose his, like, some, he can get in an accident and lose his looks tomorrow. Do do what you have, is that going to sustain you? Like, are you going to hold that man down regardless of what stage he is in life? Are you going to hold that man down regardless of what he goes through? Like, if he put on a little weight, are you, are you going to get in the gym with him? Are you going to like the little chubby stuff? Like, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah. And it's crazy how... Now, granted, I believe that everyone that comes into your life or crosses your path is there for a purpose. Yeah. I honestly believe that. So any relationship that you've been in was there for a purpose, but that per- every person ain't your purpose partner. Ooh, okay. Hey, that's let's just, every person is not your purpose partner. So yeah. let's just say that. And I feel like we always try to find the purpose partner in somebody that we're just supposed to have in our life for a season. Ooh. And that's very hard to to discern. Yeah. And so that's something that I have prayed about for my next relationship. Yeah. Which I feel like I just need to have that discernment early on. Yeah. Because I didn't have that. Yeah. And so for me, I know um, I don't, I'm not a big fan on putting a timetable on my relationship. However, I do know that now I... I'm going to carry myself as a wife because I feel like I'm ready to be one. Ooh. And I'm not going to carry myself as a girlfriend, a thigh, a side chick, whatever. Yeah. Because men can smell that. Yeah. And men can smell who's a, who's ready yeah, to be I'm a wife. I'm prepared to be a bridesmaid, so yeah. I mean, I, I just it. feel like at, at this point in my life, I yeah. feel like I'm ready for my purpose partner. Yeah. Because I feel like I would want him to add to my purpose. Ooh. Whatever my purpose is, I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. I feel like I know it, but then God may have something else on top of that. Yeah. So I feel like my purpose has to align with his and his yeah. has to align with mine. Yeah. And I want to know that early on. That's yeah. what I pray for. I don't want to just be wasting like time. time and just be like, well, you were just another seasonal yeah. person. Um, and I think so many times people get caught up. Excuse me. People get caught up in what another person has or another yes. person looks. And like oh I said, gosh. I want somebody that's drop dead fine to me, but I have to make sure that that person aligns with me. Because if that, if my purpose part, if I get with somebody that does not align with my purpose, they're going to ruin my life. Yeah. And I'm going to ruin their life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there are certain things that I know that I'm supposed to do. Yes. And there are places and things that I know I'm supposed to go. Yeah. But when you get with the right person... They're not gonna like that. Like they're not gonna like things that your per- your your uh, purpose partner is gonna understand, and your purpose partner is gonna support you. And for instance, like Erica and I, you know, we're building a brand, and we have a specific plan to grow this into something very specific. That if y'all ride with us, y'all will see what we're trying to do. Hey. But <laughs> if I get with someone that looks good for me. But he's not supporting my purpose. Mm-hmm. He may some, say something to the effect of, oh, why y'all doing that? How y'all little blog doing? You don't need to do yeah. that. You need to be at home. Well, I did this for you. Da-da-da-da-da. That ain't cool. She ain't, like, he's going to start planting seeds in my life yeah. that are hazardous, that are toxic, and that are going to create a rift in what I'm trying to do. And I think so many times as women or as men or whatever, we get with people that don't support our purpose. Then we get mad at God. God didn't tell you to do that. <laughs> no. God didn't tell you to be with him. You told yourself to be with him. And when he gave you the red flags, you ignored her and said, just kidding. That Man. ain't it. You know what I mean? Yes. So you have to realize if you get with someone that's not your purpose partner, 
they're going to mess everything up and they're going to knock everything off. You know what I mean? Exactly. That is so true. And I feel like Shelby and I just went to see Nobody's Fool, which was a hilarious movie with Tika Sumter and um, Tiffany Haddish and Mm -hmm. Amari Anyway, so the point just I won't tell the story, but she Tika played a character that she had her whole list of a man Mm -hmm. who she thought was just her perfect partner. Mm -hmm. But um come to find out when she actually she actually didn't know realize that at the moment Amari's character, he wasn't her perfect partner on on paper. Yeah. But he was perfect for her. Yeah. And so I feel like that is such a reality nowadays that like you said everyone wants to look at the outside things when that's really not even what you what you need yeah and and you need somebody that is going to balance you out yeah you need somebody that's going to be in your purpose and I really believe when you actually tap into your purpose is when you'll really meet your purpose oh yeah mate yeah I feel like a person has to have substance like we always talk about the superficial stuff but I want to get to the nitty-gritty yeah I want to know like how's your relationship with God do you believe in God I want to know do you have do you want kids how many kids do you have I want to know about your mom and dad are they in your life were they drug addicts like were Mm -hmm. you know like were you only child were you hated were you mean were you devious were you a bully Mm -hmm. I want like along with you know what's your favorite color like I want you to stimulate my mind mentally and emotionally you know what I mean because if I'm talking to you and you can't even hold a conversation and you're basically dumb we have nothing in common <laughs> not basically dumb if you're basically <laughs> dumb first of all my parents it's that's not gonna fly with my parents because my parents will rip you to shreds point blank period you know what i mean and so i think sometimes you gotta look for the substance in yes, a person you, you know do. what i mean like you gotta look for that like the older i get the more i see my mortality you know mm-hmm. what i mean so the more i see my mortality one thing that I've been doing, I don't think I've told you this, is I've just, like, I love to watch Black Love, the documentary. Mm-hmm. I love to watch the show Love Is. I really just like to watch love movies, romance, and different things like that. And I love to ask people or see people that have been married for long periods of time. And when you, whether you see these on documentaries or you ask people that you know, they always talk about substance. They talk about the substance and the character of a person. They don't talk about the superficial things of a person mm-hmm. because all that stuff has faded. All that stuff has gone by the wayside, whether they waistline and gone, their hairline and receded. All that stuff is probably gone. Mm-hmm. But the substance and the character of the person, that has evolved. That has kept them together. That has weathered the storm. And I think that when you start to look at, you know, relationships in that way it kind of answers that that question like okay like their purpose aligned they supported each other they loved one another and it worked yeah they had hard times yeah they went through it but because they were equally yoked and they supported each other and their anointing match it worked exactly and the people that you see that have gotten divorced they didn't work Mm -hmm. their purpose didn't support each other Mm -hmm. and there were signs and they ignored them yeah. And they didn't have substance. A know? lot of people ignore the signs because they just want to stay yeah. with somebody. But also, I, I've i come across a lot of people that, like you said, just look at the outside things. And when he loses all his money, he loses his career, they're gone to the next one. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to look past a person's surface. Because yeah. I remember, like you just said, when you were 16, you had a different list than you do now. Ten years ago, I had a different list than I do now. I don't look at surface things. Like, yeah, it'd be nice if he find and whatever surface material stuff, okay, that would be cool. But I don't care about that. That kind of stuff doesn't impress me. As long as you don't come home with a tree monster. Like, I need to know, have you been through anything 
detrimental in your life, like that has brought you closer to God yeah. or something like you that. You gotta get credit. Like just things that are actually going to affect you, your marriage, and yeah. you. And like I'm gonna have kids with this person. What are my children gonna be like? Yeah, because they don't put. I'm trying to build a legacy for my kids. I don't need no yeah. crazy daddy because I fell in love with his cute smile. You know. <laughs> And now my kids crazy. Like, no. (laughs) Like, you got to really just look past surface stuff. Yeah, and I just feel like, at the end of the day, and you told me this, and and when you told me this, it's so true. At the end of the day, when you go home, and you land in your bed, and you by yourself, you know somebody's doing you wrong, and you know if something's right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like, at the end of the day, if that's not sitting right with, if that's not giving you peace, or if that's not selling right with you, like, you need to check yourself. Yes. And you need to exit from that equation because you're, you have something that's superficial that's not going to last. Yes. And that's, like, the one of the, one of the many precious gifts us as women have is that intuition. Yeah. That tells, that's that gut-wrenching thing, like, something's not right. Yeah. If you have an inkling, well, I may, I shouldn't go to this party, and you don't go, that's your intuition. So you have that same thing, well, this man is not really doing me right, I, this ain't really working. Yeah. But you still go along with it, then you ignoring all the signs of red flags. Yeah. You're just going to be miserable. Yeah. Then I can't help you, because I told you, so. okay so next is the journey so this is where we just talk about share something that we have experienced on our journey of building all things melanin as a brand so we want to talk about the balancing act so what does balancing look like for you shelby with working your nine to five creating our brand (sighs) spending time with your family spending time with friends self-care like how do you maintain life with all that so here's the thing. It's a work in progress. I'm going to be honest. I was horrible at it at first. Yeah, and I'm hard. still pretty bad, actually. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> but um, one thing that I've had, balance looks like for me day to day. Like, I feel like sometimes I just pick up everything that I need to do every day, and that didn't work for me. So one thing that I do is I set tasks for myself. For instance, Monday. I know I got to go to work. So eight hours dedicated to work. That's eight hours out of my day, right? Yeah. Cool. So I try to designate one or two things that are a priority that I have to get done because I'm not going to get everything done because there's just no way, mm-hmm. you know. So balance for me looks like setting priorities, um, having tasks of things that I need to do that day while not overwhelming myself, but still unwinding at the end of the day with meditation and prayer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what balance looks like for me. And, and even though I didn't get everything done, I feel balanced. And yeah. if I feel balanced, I can attack the day, the day, the next day. Yeah, that makes sense. It is really hard because I feel like you have to discipline yourself to do those things. Yeah. Because for me, I try to say, okay, I'm going to get up at this certain time before work. I'm going to work out for 20 minutes. I'm going to pray for yeah. 20 minutes, then get ready and go to work. And sometimes I just totally disregard that and I sleep to the last minute and be rushing to work. Yeah. And it's like that throws me off of my whole entire balance so yes i work from i work from morning to night when i get home it's dark i don't know what time it is oh yeah but and then for example now i'm doing this podcast and it's like during the week and it's like you do make time for the things that are important but at the same time you have to have some sort of discipline to where you literally 
for me, I had to learn to just say no to some things. I don't have to show up to everything. Oh, yeah. I, because it wears me out and oh, yeah. without me even knowing. And so that's why um, I literally have to schedule time for me, whether that's just sitting in my room for an hour and reading a book. Like having that quiet time mm-hmm. and just being able to get my mind off of every single thing I have to get done or every yeah. single thing I have to take care of. Like there's things on my plate in the back of my mind now that I have to get, take care of. But it's like I'm here doing this because this is important. Yeah. This needs to be done. Yeah. And I can't, you know, sometimes you want to do something that you enjoy doing because we all got responsibilities every day. Yeah. But being able to balance it with responsibilities, but then stuff you enjoy doing. Yeah. And then your alone time, your self time, even if it's just 15 minutes, go to your car on your break and just sit in silence. (laughs) It works. Like You can rejuvenate 15 minutes. Just discipline yourself to do those things. Yeah. And I feel like for me, that helps me have balance. And also just saying no to just showing up to every single thing. I have to have my time. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, so um, let's go into the mentor moment. So that's when we ask a question and we give our advice about what we think. So the question is, what are tangible ways that allow you to keep or be at peace when everything else around you is in turmoil? (laughs) For me, I think it's sometimes stepping away from the situation. For example, like if I'm at work, And I get a nasty email or, you know, somebody's really mean to me or, you know, they hurt my feelings or there's just a lot going on. Plus something happens at work. I have to step away from my desk or my surroundings. And kind of what you said um, just a few seconds ago, girl, I've gone for walks outside. I've gone for walks at the building. I've gone to my car. I've called my mom. I've gone to my car and just literally bowed my head and prayed and said, Jesus, I don't know what else you want me to do. So I feel like for me, keeping my peace sometimes means removing myself from the situation to go pray and to go have some me time. You know what I mean? And to let myself feel how I want to feel. I feel like sometimes for me, having peace is not replying to that email or not giving you an answer right quick until I can reply with some common sense. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't get like ready to pop off, Shelby. You know what I mean? I think for me, when turmoil is going on around you, peace is really hard. It is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it seems like, I say this all the time, just because you're a good person doesn't mean everybody else is a good person. And yeah. it doesn't mean that everybody knows you're a good person. Everybody's going to treat you like a good person. And people don't care. Yeah. And so I heard something at work one day, and it was the realest thing I ever heard. And they said, when you go home at night, you don't have to make them dinner breakfast or lunch and you don't have to pay their bills or anything like that so why are you gonna let them upset you and when I realized that yeah when somebody when I feel like that I remove myself from the situation and I come back when I'm ready Mm -hmm. because just because you're mad and you're upset and you want to answer now you're not getting one because I'm not ready that's and I'm not at peace that's exactly what people want most of the time is a response from you um for me it just happened to me recently because I'm kind of new at my job. And there was something that happened to where I just immediately got offended. And when I get offended, I get angry. Yeah. Like, and I'm just, I want to just, you know, stand up for myself. Yeah. But at that moment, I was like, okay, this is probably not the best time to do it. So I literally just 
like you said, backed away from the situation. I went to my car. I prayed about it because I knew if I didn't pray about it, bruh. It was going to pop off I was going to let somebody know something. And so, <laughs> and so I just prayed to not be offended about it. It's very easy to get offended by what somebody says, what somebody does. Everything around you is... You feel like it's just going wrong. Yeah. It's so easy to just get offended and be defeated by it. Yeah. And so you have to be like, just take yourself out of the situation if you can. Yeah. And it's hard to when you are around other people that are the turmoil. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to separate your especially when you're at work. Or it could be family. You really can't. I mean, you can go to your own house, but you really can't ever get away from family that kind of is always wrapped in that I have some family members that always just feed off a of drama all the time yeah. and they'd be wondering why I don't I'm not around because I don't have time for that so what I do is just I step out of the situation and I really just try to do something or focus on other things so if something offends me I just have to remind myself look I'm great okay so yeah. wherever that person was thinking that offended me is something wrong with them yeah not me yeah Oh. And I think, like you said, like you have to find ways that allow you to be at peace, whether that's keeping like a stress ball at your desk or a bouncy ball at your desk, whether that's taking a walk, whether that's a piece of chocolate, whether that's another thing that helps me is I have several playlists on my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, we got Classy Ratchet <laughs> all the way to my gospel playlist. Like my gospel playlist will make me go from a hundred, make me go from a thousand to zero. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... I got to cut on, you know, some Kirk or some Jonathan and Reynolds mm-hmm. for them, for the spirit mm-hmm. to calm me down. Yes. You know what I mean? From even like, you know what else has been calming me music wise? Like just jazz music on Spotify or listening to podcasts or something like that. So I think like you have to find what gives you the most peace the quickest mm-hmm. and make sure that that is tangible when you're in situations that is going to disrupt that. Yes. Because if you give yourself away to every horrible situation, you're just putting all your negative energy into something that's going to tear you down. Yeah. And you're going to keep getting that test. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, so. today I got an email from somebody, and they were really pissed off. And I looked at it, and I was like, Susie's mad. That's fine. She can be <laughs> mad. I'm not upset. And I answered the email in the most polite way that I could, and I sent her on her way. It's funny how people are just so big and bad over the computer. Right, but I bet they ain't coming to your queue. First off, <laughs> please, if you want to come see let me, me my, stop instigating. If you want to come see me in my queue, please wait till I get off because I can really tell you how I feel. I signed Catch up for the outside. How about that? Um, no, but for real, y'all, don't be into the negativity. Like, yeah. honestly, you have it's a maturity thing, too. Because, like, everyone, if you ever meet my mom, everyone says we act just alike. My mom is known for being a hothead, she will pop off on somebody. But me, I'm a little, I don't pop off so easy, but I do have that trait. And I know (laughs) that, like, if I don't want to show that side of me because, yeah, it takes so much energy. And then I just, I'm all out of, yes, I'm all out of whack. And I'm like, why do I let that person get to me like this? So, but yeah, but yeah, definitely, um, I would say definitely have tangible ways that you can keep your peace when it's disrupted because it's going to happen and that's inevitable and it's just kind of a life but i guarantee you if, if you have tangible ways to keep your peace things are not gonna bother you yeah. as much anymore mm-hmm. like my playlist y'all it's popping yeah like i be chilling now i'm like okay susie matt cool next email i start off my whole day driving to work it's about 30 minute commute so i 
will have my gospel playing before I even get to work. Just in case somebody tried it. Want to try it. I'm already in my calm state. Yeah. So when I walk in the door, good morning. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Just make sure you have it ready so you can be the bigger person in the situation. <laughs> Which is hard. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, we're going to leave y'all with words of encouragement. Um, the Bible verse that we chose for today is Psalms 27, 14. Which says, wait on the Lord. I'm going to say that again. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. I say on the Lord. So I think this is something I had to learn too. Is to really wait on God. Sometimes we try to make stuff happen ourselves Mm -hmm. and it don't happen. We get frustrated and then we back to square one and then we mad at God. Yeah. So wait on him. I would rather wait on the person that knows my life plan. Ooh. Then me try to screw my life up by jumping yeah. the gun. So let's say a quick prayer. So before that we do that, if you guys are not following us, be sure to follow us at www.allthingsmelanin.org, Instagram at allthingsmelanin underscore underscore, and Twitter at melanintv <laughs> underscore. Yes. So bow your head, Shelby, and bow. close your eyes. <laughs> Just one of them? Yeah, if you want to. Um. <laughs> So, dear Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to speak to everyone that's under the sound of our voices. We ask that you give everyone favor, that you will bless them this week, that you will give them the courage to withstand everything that's going on around them that may be in turmoil, that you would give them peace, that you would give them understanding, and that you would give them discernment, God to know what to handle and what to give to you. And we thank you for always watching over us and always being there to handle the situations. We know that it is not our battle, but we know that it is yours. And we put our trust in you, Jesus, and we just thank you for everything that you have done for us and everything that you are going to do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.